Good evening. Welcome to another edition of BP Live Talk Radio. I know you've missed me. Let me turn that down. I know you've missed me. I know you've missed Dino. We took a little vacation and we're back. This is the fifth year of BP Live Talk Radio. Year number five. Longest running vaping podcast in history. Right here. That's right. Let's get this started. Actually, fuck it. Let's listen to some more music. Nah, I'm just kidding. Let's get this started. <laughs> Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. Dino is back. I have some guests coming on this evening. We're going to have some fun. Before we can start all of this fun and get to what we got to get to, I have to bring on the star of the show. Where is he? Let's bring on the star of VP Live. Oh, and his intro music. He's requested to intro music. Here is the star's intro music. Are you pussy motherfucker? <laughs> Here's your music. Are you pussy motherfucker? Destroyed a perfectly good song. Are you pussy motherfucker? I made it good. <laughs> Are you pussy motherfucker? What's going on? Nothing, buddy. I love you. Miss me? Are you pussy oh yes. We all missed you. The audience missed you. I missed you. How? I, how? You pussy motherfucker. I mean, I've been without this for weeks. I missed this. How was your hiatus? Pussy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was it was wonderful. It was it was nice. It was very very nice. Got a lot of things done that I uh, wasn't able to get done before. I took a little vacation, but was able to also get some work done as well. It was very very nice. How was yours? Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Well, we'll get into all that after. Where I mean, I, I want to discuss you know all that and other stuff, but I got to bring on Dave first. I asked Mister Dorn to come on, and it's like two a.m. there, and I think he's waited long enough. He's been very very kind to come on i brought i'll tell you why i brought him on dino i've been seeing him on the past couple days on twitter going nuts about uh uh vendors you know saying quit smoking using e-cigarettes i see this too i've been seeing this a lot here actually like i said on my show uh, not too long ago i'm driving down the street and there's a fucking i don't did i say this on my show i think i did i see this big sign on the side of the road and it says quit smoking e-cigs and e-liquid sold here and I slam on my fucking bricks. I'm like, I can't believe I see this. He had signs all over the place. I see another vendor uh, just the other day. Oh, wait, let me bring on Dave for this because he's right. This has got to stop. We actually talked about this a year and a half ago, and obviously people didn't fucking understand or listen. So we got we to gotta get it through to their heads. Where is Mr. David Doran? There he is. Here he is. The one and only Mr. Dorn from VaporTrails.tv. This man, Dino, is a legend. He's a legend. He is. The, the legend. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm, I'm well. I'm well. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a new granddad. That's uh, right. Of, I saw that. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, I had nothing to do with it, basically, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, great, yeah. though. No, I, I'm, I'm all good and uh, happy new Mary to, uh, to you and everybody listening. You know, I, I, I see that. You do tweet a lot about being a, a granddad. I think Dino does as well. He loves being a grandfather. He really, really does. He just loves his grandson. And he's Absolutely. always yeah, putting up Facebook pictures. And, you know, he's just, 
the proudest grandfather I've ever seen. He really yeah, well, I, I just I just can't wait to take him to the strip clubs, both of them now. <laughs> right. Oh, that should be fun. Uh, yeah, I wanted to bring you on because I did. I've seen you tweeting recently about people saying quit smoking. And like I was talking to Dino before, I'm seeing this more and more than ever with, with vendors, vendors here in the States. For example, I'm on Facebook the other day. This vendor puts a post up on his website. Listen to this. It's called the New Year's Resolution Sale. And this is how he starts it. We know that lots of people are going to want to quit smoking as their New Year's resolution. We are here to help make it easier than ever to quit. I'm reading this. I'm seeing this. That's what's going through my head. I can't fucking believe it. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Vendors, all e-cigarette vendors... And I'll have Dave explain how it goes in Europe. But here in the United States, understand something. You cannot say quit smoking. You cannot say, yes, come buy our e-cigarettes. These are to quit smoking. You can't say that. It cannot be said. You, you can't. In fact, it's, put it this way. If someone wanted to, let's say this idiot in Connecticut here that has a fucking quit smoking sign up out in front of his store, someone could call up, I don't know, say the attorney general and say, hey, listen, there's this guy selling these e-cigarettes and he's, and he's making health claims because you're making a health claim when you're saying quit smoking using e-cigarettes. He could say that and then you know what? The attorney general is going to see that and say, geez, well, how many more vendors here in Connecticut are doing this? Are all these vendors making these quit smoking claims, which they can't be doing? You know what? I'm going to put a stop to this. I don't know. Maybe he may think, maybe I need to shut down these vape shops because they're, they're conducting illegal activity by making health claims and you can't you can't do that and it's getting worse it's getting so bad is it is, is that happening in europe too david oh yeah 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 um oh i've got an echo how did that happen um yeah we've now got the advertising standards authority over here right who are they're looking at all of the adverts that go out sorry i've got a really bad echo coming back at me here uh, hang on a second. Dino must be causing an echo. Let me see. Skype call. Mr. Dorn, here we go. Phone lines are up to 347-308-8329 is the call-in number. Mr. Dorn? Hello? Is that better? Much. Okay, good. Good, good. Yes, no, right. As I was saying, the Advertising Standards Authority um, is already looking at things like health claims and has indeed banned one television advert because it made a health claim. Right. Uh, and you cannot say it, it, it. It's ridiculous. It actually is ridiculous because the bottom line on it is if you are no longer lighting tubes of tobacco rolled in paper, you have stopped smoking. You have quit smoking in all senses of the word you have. But unfortunately, all of the pharma companies have their medicinal licenses, whether it's in the US, in the UK, or in the EU, and the indications for those are that you have quit smoking. They shouldn't have that. It's a lifestyle thing, but they have. And every government worldwide looks on quit smoking as being a medical claim. It's a health claim that you are quitting smoking because smoking, according to them, is a disease. It is, quite frankly, bullshit. That's what it is. But 
that's what they're doing. Worldwide, you say these things help you quit smoking. You are making a medical claim and therefore the device that you are selling needs to be licensed as a medicine. And fine, that's great. If the vendors want to go out and say that, fabulous. Let them go out and spend all the money that is required to get their devices registered as a medicine and then they can say that to their heart's content. But the fact of the matter is, if they insist that these things are medicines, they are going to have no fucking business to sell them because right. they'll all get wiped out. Right. And, and, and again, I feel the same way you do. I, I think it's nuts. That we can't say that. I, I, I don't agree. Don't get me wrong. I think it's insane that a vendor can't say, yeah, sure, you could use this to, to quit smoking. I, I think it's, it's absolutely absurd. But we, that's just the way it is. We can't. And here in the States, the FDA defines that as a health claim. If you're saying yes. you could quit smoking using this, in their mind, you're making a health claim and you're selling a medical device and then you'll have to register. Then, yeah, you're right. Go ahead and register as a medical device. Pay the hundreds of thousands of dollars. You can't say it. And, you know, it's, it's funny because um, – I, I work in a brick and mortar. I work, you know, I'm there every day and I have people come in and I hear this all the time. People come to me and they say, oh, a friend uh, sent me here and they said I could use these to quit smoking. Is that true? And the first thing out of my mouth is this is an alternative to cigarettes. Yes. That's the first thing I say. This is an alternative to cigarettes. You know, it, it, in a sense, you're, you're just not going to be smoking combustible tobacco anymore. You're going to be vaping e-liquid. And, and yes. I explained to him, in a way, it's just like you're changing brands. Instead of buying your Marlboros, you're going to be buying e-liquid and an e-cigarette. So they understand that this is – they're making a switch. This is an alternative. And, and what – you know, I, I, you have to – I feel that way, number one, because it is. We're really just switching. And I've always said that. I've always – and you have too all these years. You know, yep. I still feel like I'm a smoker. I'm just – not smoking cigarettes anymore. I'm using an e-cigarette and I get all kinds of flack for that. Oh my God, I'm not a smoker. How do you know? But that's the way I feel. If I really truly wasn't a smoker, I wouldn't be, even, I wouldn't be vaping. I would just say I'm done with all of it. No nicotine, no vaping, no cigarettes, no nothing. I just walk away from all of it. You know what I saw an e-cigarette for the first time. And I think this really is everybody who's into vaping like we are, Dave. You know, the appeal of it was when they saw it, maybe they weren't thinking it, but at some point they were saying to themselves, you know what, this is great. I can, in a sense, still smoke and not smoke cigarettes anymore. The appeal of an e-cigarette is that, wow, I can actually still continue to do what I want to do without smoking a cigarette and, and getting all the dangerous stuff that's in it. You know, that's... Yeah. Uh, you, 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 what we've done, effectively, is we've changed brand. Yes. I have I have changed my brand from what I used to smoke to what I now vape. Right. My habit is essentially the same. Yep. But in actual truth, the act of smoking involves lighting tobacco and inhaling the fumes, the smoke that comes off it. I'm not doing that anymore. Right. So I'm not smoking. I am in truth, no longer a smoker. I'm still a nicotine junkie, if you want to call it that, yep. and some people do, but I no longer inhale the product of combustion, the smoke. Right. And the problem that we face is, I think, getting the people in power 
worldwide to understand the major difference there is between the two. Essentially, when I press the button on this DNA 40 equipped mod and breathe in the vapors that come out, I'm doing myself probably no more damage than I would be doing by drinking a good strong espresso. Right. It is so different. It's not smoking. It's not a medicine. It's a third thing. It's another thing altogether. It's, it's, and we've got to get, I think, everybody to understand that. The problem we have, as I see it, is every time we get somewhere close to bringing aunties over the bridge onto the good side of the river, some daft buggers out there, vendors, go on, yes, this is a great way to quit smoking. And it bloody well isn't a great way to quit smoking. It's a great way to switch away from burning tobacco. And that's the language that they've got to use. Yep. I agree. And if, and, if, they do, if they don't, and everything has to be a medicine, they need to know there is no such thing as a medicinal e-cig. You can't do it. Not without you're willing to spend upwards, and I've been told this by GlaxoSmithKline and by Johnson and Johnson, you need to be prepared to spend upwards of two billion dollars and spend ten to twelve years to do that. If they want their businesses stopped for that length of time, let them keep on saying that it's for quitting smoking. Right. You know, I was actually seeing how many more of these uh, vendors, at least online, are, are making these quit smoking claims. I came across one website just this afternoon. It was interesting. His this vendor's tagline was "Don't quit," or it was "Don't quit, make the switch." And I thought, wow, that's that's great. You know, don't quit, make the switch. And and he explained why you should make the switch to cigarettes. It was phenomenal. But then he went all wrong because, and I've been seeing this too. Then he started talking about, you know, saying our e-liquid ingredients is uh, mostly FDA approved. I've been seeing a lot of vendors claiming their e-liquid is FDA approved. And then you call them out and they go, well, you know, the flavoring in there is FDA approved. No, no, no. That's very, very misleading what you're saying. What you're insinuating by saying this to these people is, is yeah, our, our, because I, I will get that question a lot too, working in the store. People will say, is this FDA approved? You know, for some people that's important. I, I don't know why, but it is. Um, and... And these vendors are making these claims that they have FDA-approved e-liquid. Stop it. You can't do that either. Fucking stop. You you know where the challenge arises here, Kevin? It's because we can't actually tell the truth. Michael Morris, in your chat, has said it's a great way to quit smoking. You can cut your nicotine down every milligram every week or two. Well, you don't need to do that. And he said it's a freedom of speech issue. It, It actually is. And it's... It's freedom of speech. It's freedom to tell the truth. And we are denied that freedom because vested interests have already decided that that whole phrase, quit smoking, is a a medical phrase. It's a medicinal phrase. It implies a health claim. Well, it doesn't imply. It's an explicit health claim in almost every uh, 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 every Jew. Oh, come on, David. In every legislature, that's the word I'm looking for worldwide and we've got to be able to i think get governments to understand that it's a misappropriation of the language the big challenge is that this is being done at the behest of the pharmaceutical industry i'm not a great one for conspiracy theories 
but they are the ones that produce the drugs and tell the licensing authorities what the drugs are for and then get the license for that purpose. So that's where it's come from. What we've got to be able to do is speak to governments and say, right, look, okay, actually what we're talking about here isn't actually a medicinal requirement. There's no requirement for medicine to stop smoking because this isn't a medicine. It's a change in lifestyle. And I put it um, last year in Poland to a, a strong supporter of medicinal e-cigs that my mother, years and years and years ago, pre-1973, pre-NRT, had quit smoking by using carrot sticks. And by the very definitions that these things uh, that are being applied to these things, those carrot sticks became a medicine the minute the doctor said that you would use them to quit smoking. Yep. That's where it would be today. And that is completely bloody wrong. And we need to be able to get governments to understand that it's, it's a misappropriation of language, it's a misuse of language, and it denies vendors the right to speak the truth. Right. Until we do that then vendors cannot speak the truth. That's right. That's the and, trouble. And, and to let the audience know, we're talking about vendors now. If you as a vapor want to walk around and say, I quit smoking using e-cigarettes, go right ahead. We're not talking about you. We're talking about vendors. We're talking about people in the business of selling electronic cigarettes, e-liquid. And you know, there, there's something else you, you brought up on your Twitter too that I saw. It was something to the effect of uh, vendors talking about uh, customers stepping down off e-liquid. You know, like maybe starting at a certain level and then working their way down. And, you know, what's interesting is, again, I, I'm in the store every day and we get quite a few people, you know, want getting e-cigarettes for the first time. And I would say that probably about, I shit, maybe 60, 70 percent of them, quite a bit of them. You know, they'll come in and they'll say, well, you know, I, I want to start on nicotine, obviously, but I want to wean myself off. They all seem to want to wean themselves off nicotine. And then they'll always ask me, do you use nicotine? I say, absolutely. I, I want my nicotine. I'm not weaning off anything. I, I need my nicotine. But they seem to want to do that, which, you know, is I, I, just, just interesting to me. Um, now, it, it I, does, it, It's not a shock, though, is it? It is a little bit because I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just I, I've never the thought never crossed my mind of weaning off nicotine and nor and all these years of vaping. I don't really know any vapors that say, hey, I want to wean off nicotine completely. I mean, I know of people that step down, but not really, you know, wean off. So it is a little bit surprising to me that many people just want to get off nicotine. Well, if you if you think about it, this is being brought about over the last four and a half, five years that I'm aware of, I well remember getting an e-cig starter kit ages and ages and ages ago um, before VTTV started. And it said, if you want to pack in smoking, you would start with the high cartridges and then move down to the medium cartridges, then go to the low cartridges. Yep. And it gave you time scales, do this for two weeks, do this for two weeks, do this for two weeks, and then you'll get down to zero nicotine and then you can pack it in any time you like. Right. And it was it was... People were selling them with that in mind. And also, again, going back, because, you know, I mean, I'm about three years older than Pontius Pilate. Um, <laughs> I feel that way sometimes. For as many years as I can remember, cigarettes were characterized by nicotine. 
everybody thought that the damage that came out of cigarettes came because of the nicotine, the same as the alcohol in whiskey, because the other stuff in whiskey doesn't do you any harm. You know, the other stuff in beer doesn't do you any harm. Everybody put the harms of, of beers and whiskies and all the rest down to the alcohol, and they put the harms of cigarettes, such as they were seen to be, down to nicotine. Now we know that that's not the case, but nicotine's been demonised, and you've got the likes of that idiot glance who still demonises nicotine, who still thinks that nicotine outside of cigarettes is highly addictive when all of the evidence says it isn't. Right. And so you've got people have in their heads this notion that nicotine is a bad thing. They don't understand that it is on a par with caffeine, that caffeine and nicotine are two sides of the same coin. They don't realise even that vitamin B3 is nicotinic acid. It's a derivative of nicotine. It, it metabolizes from nicotine in the body. You need nicotine in your body. And right. people don't realize that. They've got this weird idea that nicotine is really, really bad for you because they've been propagandized into believing that. So it's no bloody wonder. When they make the switch to e-cigs, they're thinking, oh, I'm on 36 milligram. That would be somebody in the UK, probably less likely in the States. Right. <laughs> um, as we both know. Um, and Oh, no, no, I'm going to be down on the three milligram as soon as possible and then off it all together. Otherwise, me willy will shrivel up and my eyeballs will drop out. Yeah. And it's just like, no. <sighs> no, it, it, it is interesting to me, though, because a lot of people see, I, listen, I don't want to get off my nicotine. I love my nicotine. I have no intention of getting off it ever. Uh, there's something I want to bring up. Before I get to this, hang on. I see a, f- a few calls that are on hold. I know I have a guest that's calling in at 930. I see that you're on hold, and I'll get to you in, in just a minute. Just hang tight for us because I, I have to bring something up, uh, something else up with Mr. Dorn. Flash mobs. Yep. I oh my god! I, fucking two years ago, I've been talking about flash mobs. I don't know how many years. I said we need. You know what? When I brought up us doing a flash mob here, people laugh. Oh, oh, oh that's ridiculous. Oh, that's stupid. I'm like, that's not stupid. Number one, these flash mobs get media attention. They do. Uh-huh. Media goes nuts over flash mobs. I don't know why, but they do. Uh, it, and it, it, you know, we could, we could. I've been saying for years, let's do a flash mob here. If we just got. Just maybe a thousand of us to, I don't know, go anywhere, go to New York City, go to D.C., go to uh, Los Angeles, go somewhere and do the stupid dance, play the stupid music. Guess what? The media is going to be all over it, possibly worldwide media attention. And that's how we get our message out. Why are these people doing this? Oh, they're e-cigarette users that are letting, uh, you know, uh, that, that are putting out this message that, you know, whatever, whatever the message is, flash mobs work. Okay, they work, and I'm so happy that the people in Europe are smart enough to be doing this because this is something we should be doing and we should have been doing a long time ago. And whoever, I don't know who's doing it, Dave, but whoever's doing it there, they're a fucking genius. Thank you, Europe, for stepping up and doing a flash mob. I, am I wrong here that they are effective? They work. Of course they are. Oh. They're, they're massively effective. If you've got – I mean, we had this conversation two years ago. Over two years ago. Yes. If, if you have got, and it really, and, and I'm here to tell you as well, it doesn't matter how many people are there. The more the better, but if you've got half a dozen, um, that's fine too. You go and stand outside your local TV stations yes. and radio stations. You vape like a mother. Yep. 
if you've got cloud chases, get them out in force. Get yourself a big cloud there. And if you're outside every bloody radio and television station, they take notice. Yes. They see, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll ring their affiliates um, and their other offices. What the hell's going on? We've got, like... 40 or 50 vapors outside here, you're kicking a hell of a fog up. And then the other station says, yeah, we've got the same, hang on. And they ring round all of them, and all of a sudden, you've got an event. You've got something going on, and they want to know why, and they will come and talk to you. Yes, they will. January the 11th is when it's happening in Europe. May it happen in the States. I, I, I've been trying for years to get it happen in the States. People think it's stupid. They go, oh, that's stupid. That's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's far from stupid. It's no, it far is. from ridiculous. Right. And, I have, and you know what? You bring that up. I even brought that up uh, uh, last time I talked about this. I said, listen, even if we got 10 or 20 people, let's say we chose NBC and we got 20 vapors in every state to go to their NBC affiliate. And at every NBC affiliate, there was 10 or 20 vapors outside. You turn up some music. They're doing a dance. They're vaping away. I'm telling you, just like you said, they're all going to go, oh, my God, this is going on everywhere. What is this? Of course it's going to get attention. Of course it's going to get on the media. It's going to make national media news. They're going to go, look what these people did. And it's going to get our message out. It's the greatest way to get their attention and get our message out. But Mr. Doran, I get laughed at. I've been laughed at for years for saying this. People just laugh at me. Go, oh, that's stupid. So – I'm glad they're doing it in Europe, and when you see how effective it is in Europe, then you can all apologize to me and say, I'm sorry, you're right, Kevin, Uh, we were wrong, and let's do the same thing here. We did it last year with the BBC. Right, that's right. It was with the BBC and with other television stations throughout Europe, and at some offices, there were two or three people. At one or two offices, there was only one person. But within within 14 days of that happening, ITV, the, the, um, the competition for the BBC in the UK, ITV were on the phone and we ended up getting a half-hour show on ITV. And it, it, it was balanced. It wasn't wholly positive towards e-cigs, but we got good media coverage and we're getting better media coverage. And indeed, when we went across and did a, a, a more localised flash mob outside of the European Parliament, the BBC was there to cover it. And there's been a lot more coverage has come as a result of that. You've, you've got to make yourselves visible. You've got to make yourselves heard. So I would, I would plead with everybody in America, get out there and do it. I know it's going to be cold. It'll be warm in some bits. Florida's always warm, apparently. Um, get, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, get, yeah. Get yourself out there. And if, if what's, what's being said in chat is right, you only need two American cloud chasers to equal 20 UK cloud chasers. <laughs> although I'm going to say that's bullshit too because we've got some good cloud chasers over here. I'm not saying it's me, but it is. Um, yeah, get out there and do it. Make them wonder what the hell is going on. Do it. Just do it. Yep. If it doesn't work, you don't have to do it again, but you'll find it does and then you'll want to. That's right. It will work. I know it'll work. It's you know these these flash mobs have been going on for years. Go, just go to YouTube and uh, type in flash mob and see how many views those videos get. Mm. Millions and millions of views. Oh my god. I I, I don't know. I, I hope they listen. I hope they listen to you because they certainly haven't listened to me. But so it's going on when on January eleventh. January the eleventh. Are you going to broadcast it? Are we, or are we going to have to wait to see? Like, is there going to be like a live broadcast? 
Um, th there are too many centres for it. Um, we haven't got. I mean, I know we we do good stuff with DTTV, but we haven't got the personnel to go out and do it live. Four um, G is is good, but we just don't have the technology to do it by four G all the way through. Uh, but we will be getting footage from all of these places, and that will it'll almost certainly be featured on uh, Vapor Scene on the Tuesday night after, because Mark was very keen on that kind of stuff. Right. Um, yeah, and, you know, if if you do it in the States, get your iPhones out, get some footage, let me know, I'll broadcast it. Hell yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I, I think they're probably going to wait and see how it goes in Europe, and hopefully they see how successful it is, and maybe we can do this. My NBC affiliate is 10 minutes down the street from me. I'll be more than happy to go out there. And uh, blow as many clouds as they want me to, and I'll play the music, and I'll do the dance, and I, I'll do it. I have no problem. I'm fine with it. I think it'd be great, and we would get attention. And of course, they're going to come out and say, "Why are you doing this? What are you here for?" It well, just, Mike, Michael oh. Morris has just said in your chat, he says they'll probably claim the flash mob cloud chasers are trying to attract kids. Let them claim it. They'll come out and interview to find out, and then you can tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, they're out there trying to attract children, blowing clouds while they're doing their dancing. And you know, I mean, oh. it, 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 the, the fact of the matter That's is ridiculous. This this thing works as a concept. It works. You just you just need to go and do it. I mean, seriously, keyboard warriors can sit and tweet all they like. There's nothing more effective than getting feet on the ground, getting people in front of cameras and making a noise. Right. Seriously. Right. I absolutely agree. So we've learned that we have to do a flash mob here in America. Watch on January 11th, see how successful the Europeans are because they're smart enough to be doing it. And then let's smarten up and do the same thing. And vendors, stop saying quit smoking. Stop saying, uh, use our e-cigarettes or e-liquid to quit smoking. Quit smoking. Quit smoking. Stop it. Don't let that come out of your fucking mouth because well, you're going to ruin it for the re for the re You could possibly ruin it for the rest of the vendors. Just stop. Shut up. You don't have to say that. You're making, come make the switch. This is an alternative. It's very simple to say, hey, can I quit smoking using these? This is an alternative. Oh, okay. It's that simple. I do it every day. Every day I say it. It comes out of my fucking mouth. I have every day people come in. Hey, I heard I can quit smoking with this. Is that true? This is a healthier alternative. Oh, okay. And then we move on. That's ah, it. It's just an alternative. Well, yeah. I, alternative, <laughs> it's an alternative. Yeah, I, well, I do. Sometimes I say healthier. Mind you, I'm not saying healthy. I'm saying healthier. And, and You can't then, even say that in the UK. You can't even say healthier alternative? Nope. nope. Yeah, but you're not bring... saying healthy. You're saying healthier. Doesn't matter. It's still a health claim. Oh, wow. Even if you say healthier, that's ridiculous. Well, the whole thing is ridiculous. The whole thing is absolutely ridiculous because it's not the truth. We are stopped from telling the truth. Right. In, and in, in, in actual fact, um, the MHRA and Advertising Standards Authority and various other regulatory bodies in the UK can examine, and they are doing this, by the way, $2.7 million have been given in a grant to somebody over in the States to do this, to go and look at Twitter and see what people on Twitter and on Facebook and on forums and other social media are saying about e-cigs. And if the majority of people are saying, this is the best way to quit smoking I've ever come across, that's as good as a health claim 
for vendors. Can you say a safer alternative? Um, we can't in the UK, no. Wow. Jeez. You can't even say safer alternative, so just straight no. alternative. It is purely and simply an alternative. You can state the facts, but you can't make a claim that says that they're safer, that they're less risky, that they're healthier. You can't say any of that. None of that at all. Even, I mean, one of the adverts that was pulled over here was pulled because somebody said that they'd quit smoking and then took up e-cigs. Just two words, and then. Wow. Took up e-cigs. If they'd said, I quit smoking by buying an e-cig, that would have been wiped out. It was because of that quit smoking thing, because that was in there, that advert has had to be re-edited and redone so that that phrase just isn't there. Wow. Now, Duro Sig said, we all know the UK sucks. Duro Sig needs to be aware it's exactly the same in the States. Uh, don't, don't pay attention to Duro Sig. He's a... Don't, he's, don't listen to him. <laughs> I don't even know what he's doing in my chat. He doesn't even like me. I don't even know why he's in, in here listening to me. The, the guy's I'm, a nut job. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with him that the UK <laughs> sucks because when it comes down to legislation like this, it does. It sucks balls. It really does. But it's actually no different from any other legislature worldwide. Um, and this is all driven, unfortunately, by the claims that the pharmaceutical companies made in order to get the marketing authorizations for what they consider to be a medicine. And it isn't. It's a lifestyle choice. And we need, we really, really need to get legislatures to understand this. We've got to get the people that make the decisions and make the laws on side to understand that switching to an e-cig is a lifestyle choice. It's not a medication. Right. And once they get that, once that is understood worldwide, then it's a much, much simpler process. But the start of that is January the 11th. Look, if everybody in the States is doing it and everybody in the EU is doing it, that's as good as worldwide. If we can get it worldwide, get Australia doing it as well and get everywhere else in the world doing it, on the 11th of January, our flash mob about e-cigs, they've got to take notice. They've just got to. It's a worldwide thing. You know, I, I, I wish I could have the confidence in vapors doing that here in the United States. I don't. Uh, I don't think most vapors give a shit. I think all they care about is uh, um, hot wires and uh, the doge addy and when's this coming out, when's that coming out, and how do I blow blink big clouds and how do I do a, a vertical build and uh, they don't give a shit. All they, all they care about is when, you know, their drippers and their clouds and they, they, they just don't care. It, it really is amazing. Like, like I was saying uh, last time when I went to the, uh, on the last show, when I went to uh, VaporCon and Kasa had set up a table right where people had, you had to walk by their table to enter the event, Dave. You had to walk by their table. So, yeah, you uh-huh. know, they made it that way purposely. So uh, I asked uh, one of the people there from Casa. I said, how many people actually, you know, showed interest, like stopped and showed interest in what was going on here and any sort of advocacy at all? And mind you, there was, I think that day, 1,200 people that attended this event. So out of 1,200 vapors, you know what he told me? 
1%. One, 1%. So 10 people out of 1,000 people, ten only 10 people gave a fuck. I, I'm like, I go, you poor per I go, how do you sit there? And he goes, well, you know, we got to keep on going. We got to keep on navigating. He got a very positive attitude about it, which is great. But the, the 10 fucking people. That, that, that's, that's a huge problem. That the vapors just don't give a fuck. You know, they don't care. We had a uh, jam brought up that there was a town here uh, just last month. They were going to have an outdoor smoking ban and they include, they included e-cigarettes in it. So I went on the Connecticut Facebook page. I said, listen, you know, we should attend this hearing They're They're going to make an outdoor, uh, you know, smoking ban in this town, but that also includes vaping. So we'll be able to vape outside. The only response I got was, Hey, let's all meet up and have a cloud competition. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh my god! Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared, and you know what? They're gonna care because if that down the road does go through, they're gonna be standing out there. They're gonna be vaping away in the park, and a cop's gonna come up and go, "Oh, you can't do that." And he's going, "What are you talking about? You can't vape outside." And then they're gonna throw a fit over it. That's what Americans do. They wait till it's too late. Oh, I can't vape outside. What the fuck is that? Well, hey, stupid. When I told you back in fucking December about this, you know, it's they don't care. They don't care. I don't know how to make them care. It, it's 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 just so sad. But that's 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 what legislators rely on. Um, they rely on the fact that most people can't be asked yep. to get off their backsides and do something and make their feelings known and heard. That is what they rely on. If you don't object to anything, then anything will go through. Yep. That's the bottom line. That's right. And I mean, I, I learned this long enough since, you know, they, 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 they keep, they've come after all kinds of various different things. And if you don't make your feelings known, if you don't get on your hind legs and say something, they'll just steamroll straight over the top of you. I've, I've dedicated my life to fighting this. Yes. Um, it's what I do. And, there's nothing's going to stop me. And if I'm the last man standing and shouting, I'll be the last man standing and shouting. Not for me, because I'll survive. I'll get what I need. It doesn't, you know, from that perspective, the, the battle's won for me. I'll get whatever I need for as long as I need it. I'm more worried about the people that are coming after me. And well, that's, that, I think, is where you've got to be with all of this. And, I, you know, if there's 120 people out of that lot I've, I've tuned into Kazar, and they are prepared to do what needs to be done, then those that aren't prepared to do what needs to be done will be benefiting from the efforts that other people make. And sometimes you've just got to take it on the shoulders and say, right, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to get on and do and raise my voice and make everybody's voice heard through me. I've said it, you know, I've said this a thousand times. I'm just a fat bloke with a big gob and I'm not scared to use it. And if my voice has got to be there for a thousand other people, then so be it. But I'm not going to shut up about it. I would like to have more people alongside. And I'm, I'm seeing some great advocates in your chat there now that are willing to get on their back legs and make their voices heard. We just need more people doing it. Either that or we're going to have to bring you over to the States and clone you. Um, <laughs> it, if it doesn't hurt, fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else. I don't know. It just, it just gets so frustrating sometimes. You know, like we'll even, uh, uh, we'll sit, we'll be sitting in the shop, and there's vapors that hang out all day, and we'll, you know, we'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about some advocacy, advocacy stuff, and you know, someone will, like a customer will come in and bring up, you know, what does the FDA think about this? And you know, I'll start talking to the customer about it, and 
let them know where the FDA is at, what's going on and everything. And how the vapors just don't don't care. Don't care. They just all they care about is uh one Z Atlanta, you got the Atlantis tank or uh I <laughs> just how do you rebuild the Atlantis coils? I mean they just don't give it I I I think if you could somehow I, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I gotta move on. I gotta let you go because I, I got my other guest on and I'm just getting flustered here just thinking about it. Mr. Dorn is on vaportrails.tv. He has the number one rated electronic cigarette show in Europe. It's that simple. He is a star. You've got to see his show. He also has that wonderful guy, Tim, from ROI for a radio. Does, does Tim do a show on Vapor Trails? Um, he was doing. He's now concentrating more on ROI for a minute and show that that's doing what it needs to do. Uh, he, he's got a great face for radio. I Yes, he does. <laughs> I love Tim. God, I love Tim. I love Tim, and I love that our wife for radio. It's fantastic. I, I just, I think it's great. But v a p o u r t r a i l s dot tv because they put the u back in vapor. We do. That's right. You got to <laughs> check it out. It's it's great. The the, the the great, fantastic network. Lots of great content. I see Mr. Kitson is still doing a show on there. I love Mr. Kitson. Indeed, he is a gentleman and a scholar. And he I want is, to... that is Sunday night to Thursday night, nine PM GMT. Yes, and that art now we're f- you're five hours ahead. Yes, we're in the future. Okay. You're in our past. Right. So that would be four <laughs> o'clock Eastern Standard Time, one o'clock Pacific Time, and you can figure out the rest. Thank you. Mr. Dorn, for coming on in the, in the middle of the night like this. I really, really do appreciate it. And I'm going to do everything I can here to get these vendors to stop saying quit smoking. And I know you're doing what you can do in Europe. And I think the both of us could put a stop to this or at least try. Uh, it, it needs to be done. And and uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll say thank you for having me. And uh, to everybody that's listening, just three little phrases. Vape on. That's right. Vape hard. And don't let the bastards grind you down. (laughs) Nice. All right. Thanks for coming on, David. Thank you so much. Cheers, Kevin. All right. Cheers. I should say cheers. Excellent. Okay. My guest that I have on the phones, I'm coming right now. Let me bring Dino back on. I'm having somebody come on. Let me bring Dino on for this. Where are my notes? Here they are. Okay. Hello, Dino. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm just lovely. Absolutely lovely. I love Mr. Dorn. I love how he says vitamin. <laughs> That's all you got. That's all you got out of that. You love how he says vitamin. I took some Zequel. What can I tell you? <laughs> all right. Well, I want to bring you back. And I got to bring our guest on. Um, I see he's on the phone lines. I'm going to pick up right now. I came across, over the vacation, I came across this uh, organization. It's called the Vapor Association, and I really don't know much about it. So I emailed them. The guy's name, I believe, is, let me get his name right, is Jim. I know his first name is Jim. Where are my notes? Here they are. Jim Root is his name, and I asked if he would come on and explain what this is, and uh, he said he would. So I think he's on the phone right here. Hang on, let me pick this up. I think this might be him. 925 area code. Is this you, Jim? It is. Hi, Jim. How are you? 
I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm sorry for making you wait like this. I had Mr. Doran on and we had to get to the business of getting vendors to stop saying quit smoking. <laughs> and it was no, very... I, I... I, I loved it. It was it was tremendously entertaining, and I agree with you. Getting flash mobs would be would be wonderful here in the states. Yes, it would. I've been saying this for years, and I don't understand. I, you know, I say this, and people laugh. They go, "Oh, that's ridiculous." I'm like, "It's not ridiculous. This is fantastic." I said, "We want to get the media's attention. We want to get people's attention and let them know what we're doing and how vaping has changed our lives and and what a great alternative to cigarettes it is." And and people just laugh it off. So hopefully, Europe will prove that I was right in bringing this up and we can do this here. But yeah, I was, I was saying before, you I know, it, I, go ahead. I think if we call it a cloud competition, a uh, flash mob, people would show up. Sure. And if you do giveaways and even more people would show up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I want to thank you for coming and, uh, on because I, I did, I saw your oh, paper no association and I'm, I'm not really, I mean, I kind of understand. I, I was reading a little bit, like you go around the country and talk to brick and mortars and, I'm not really sure uh-huh. what it is, so I just thought it best that you come on and kind of explain to everybody what the Vapor Association is. Well, it's it's pretty simple, actually. It it, uh, it comes out, and thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I've actually uh, been listening to your guys' show off and on, and uh, I always I always find it entertaining, um, regardless of the topic. I think you you have a good um, you have a good perspective on things so i appreciate that well i thank you honestly um, i'd I'd be nothing without dino but you know thank you for the compliment (laughs) the the true the true power behind the throne right (laughs) right. yes so so the uh to, to tell you about the vapor association is really just to tell you a little bit about my story um i'm a i've been a marketing consultant for the last 18 years i had my own marketing agency i i've worked with all different kinds of businesses um, in all different kinds of industries. And um, I got into vaping about two and a half years ago because um, a friend of mine wanted some, some input on whether or not starting a vape shop um, was a good idea. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. So I did a little research and found, wow, this is a great business. Um, having some business experience, I suggested he, he jump in full, uh, uh, you know, with both feet. Um, and since that time, um, he since actually did not get into the vape business and went on to another career, but um, but I found that there were so many vape shop owners out there that were just not what we'll say uh, sophisticated business owners. Um, and so what I started to do is I started to work with vape shops on uh, their their basic marketing plans, their their basic business plans. And uh, what I found was there wasn't a whole lot of um, data or uh, um, best practices on how to run a vape shop and how to set one up. And whenever I would uh, work in any industry, that would be the first thing I would look for is one of the best practices so that we can copy those and, and create a successful business. Right. And so when I realized there, there wasn't really any, any kind of warehouse of that information, um, I, I decided it was time to start collecting that stuff. So uh, we started out in California and uh, had some great success uh, with uh, helping these business owners get a little bit more sophistication and a little bit more knowledge about what a good business entails. And, uh, and so from there, we, we've just grown and grown, and now we're actually uh, on a research project. I'm actually out here in the, um, in the eastern time zone right now. Right. So we're actually, yeah, we're actually traveling around the country doing research on, uh, on what the, 
what the shops, what shops and the industry looks like throughout the whole country, not just in California. Well, yeah, I see that. You're on, it's, it's not like some, some vape tour, I think it said. You're on some sort of vape tour where you're Correct. going across the country and going to different uh, various brick and mortars. And then I see something exactly. like there's also something on there, too, like that's vape safe. What, what is the whole vape safe thing? So I've been working with a number of people on uh, what true vape safety is, and obviously a lot of uh, regulatory bodies have already made the, the decision for us that we shouldn't be selling to kids, which I thought was hilarious because no shop owner is anyhow. But um, so when they, uh, uh, when they decided to make the laws that said you can't sell to minors, we were already complying with that anyway. So, uh, you know, no sales to minors was the first thing, but what I saw as a, um, as a big problem facing uh, retailers right now is the basic assumption that we don't know what we're doing. And I think vape safety is uh, about more than just keeping uh, these products out of the kids' hands, but also uh, being aware of battery and build safety and uh, you know, what, what you need to know about Ohm's Law and what you, what, what you should and shouldn't do um, on an RDA. Right. And what, I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to put together a, a training program for shops, uh, a, a, another best practices list, uh, ways for them to, or uh, um, procedures for them to follow in order to be safe. Okay, so it's just like a thing you put so, together for brick and mortars to, uh, you know, be safe when it comes to, I get what, so building RDAs and uh, educating uh, customers on, on RDA, on, you exactly. know, mod safety and battery safety. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. And I see you got a lot of members. I mean, holy crap. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of members on here. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I, I was actually surprised because I... I I think I keep up with all the organizations and everything that's going on. I just was shocked that this somehow passed me by. Uh, hang on a second. We have uh, some calls. Yeah, if you have a question for Jim or the association, 347-308-8329. Let's go to caller in the, I guess, 925. Are you there, caller? Hello? Hello, yes. Yes, yes you're on the air with uh, Jim from the American Vaping Association. Hi, Kevin. Hi. It's Stefan. How are you, Stefan? Uh, doing fine, doing fine. Uh, really enjoyed your part about the whole uh, flash mob thing. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, it sounds like fun, really. So did you have a question for uh, Jim? Uh, are we really going to start off 2015 with Stefan? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Oh, come on. Don't make fun of Stefan. Oh, I'm only I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> it off, really. Oh, Jesus, wow. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, I've, I've known Jim for uh, uh, quite a while. Uh, I think we originally met up sometime in May last, uh, May last year, uh, except uh, lately I've been getting a lot of uh, really awkward uh, questions and phone calls from uh, vendors in both California and, and other states that uh, really got me questioning wh- what the hell Jim's doing, because everything started out so fine, and... and all the intentions seem really good. And lately I've been hearing that, that he's been adding uh, vape stores that he visits to his website under his category of members without their consent and selling their information and contact details to his advertisers. And the amount of time it takes me to respond to these things and, and 
the amount of really negative backlash that I'm, I'm seeing, it's really got me wondering, what the hell's going on here? I don't know, uh, Jim. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Do you so, have a response uh, to that? So I, uh, I, I only got about part of that because my phone was cutting out. But uh, I, I, I came into the last part there with Stefan's uh, comment about being uh, about adding members without their consent. Um, that's never happened. We had an issue in Philadelphia where apparently uh, one of the um, one of the managers that we had spoken to gave us permission to list them as a vape safe member. Um, and that's the members that we have. Uh, uh, Kevin, you had mentioned something about how we had a lot of members. Yeah. Um, it looks like we have more uh, paid members than we do. The majority of the, uh, the people that you may be seeing are vape safe members. What we're doing is uh, creating that list, like I was talking about, uh, members that are uh, that have safety procedures in place when it comes to underage sales, as well as uh, build safety and uh, and battery safety. So uh, when we were on our were on our tour, uh, meeting with people and uh, talking about those things, we had said to them, "Hey, we'd like to list you on our website as a vape safe store. You can then use that to uh, market to the community and uh, to your customers as a vape safe store." And uh, we get permission from everyone before we would do that. Um, apparently, there was a, uh, a little snafu as far as the permission part goes uh, when we were in Philadelphia. And uh, that, that, in my mind, that issue was resolved because we removed the people that asked to be removed from the list, and, and that was that. And as far as, uh, as, far as what's been going on in California, um, I, I can't speak to... Uh, uh, random conversation but if there's a specific issue i'll be more than happy to speak about that okay stefan that answer your question uh sort of well i mean we 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 sort of know jim around here in california and we're not entirely surprised that he's been branching out to other states seeing how uh he's built up sort of a reputation for himself around here let's let's keep it at that what do you mean a reputation? Well, there's a lot of uh, stores wondering what happened with the cloud competitions that were um, going to materialize and were being organized like a year ago or early this year, late last year. Wait, wait, wait. The, the, the uh, association does cloud competitions? Is that true, Jim? You guys do cloud competitions? No, we don't. Um, there was a uh, th- there was a cloud competition that I was sponsoring uh, last April, and um, I had done quite a bit of legwork uh, promoting it amongst the Northern California uh, vape shops, uh, just passing out information. And what happened is the deeming regulations came out uh, at the same time that we were in the middle of doing promotions for the cloud competition. Uh-huh. I then uh, I-, I then told all of them that I had to back out of it. And it then uh, it then just uh, dematerialized at that point. Okay, does that answer your question, Stefan? I guess. Well, I've only got one left, really, which is sort of like a, a more personal one. Uh, sure. During the the ESIC Vegas conference, be, before Kate Love uh, asked you to leave the conference and, and basically booted you out, you said that in, in your presentation that you single-handedly saved California. Uh, since you're the one asking me for legislative updates, what exactly did that – what was that about? Because people were, were, were putting it on Facebook and, and tweeting about it, but it was rather unclear and rather unsettling to me. 
since we, we never see you at any legislative efforts here in California. I mean, it, well, it's your own I, members that keep asking me, why isn't Jim here? Well, I'll be happy to speak on that point. First of all, um, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about when it comes to, to Miss Love. I was not asked to leave the event, in fact. Um, I, as far as I know, everything went well. I even had a great conversation with her uh, at ECC a couple months, or uh, no, at the um, uh, VapeCon in Ontario uh, a couple weeks after that. So uh, I'm not sure about that part. I can't speak for what uh, Kate Love thinks, what she said. As far as saving California, um, that's actually misinformation. That isn't what I said, um, and that wasn't exactly what happened. Um, what I was talking about and what my presentation was about at that event was the, uh, the category of vape shops on Yelp. Um, and one of our efforts as an association, the first thing that we did was actually negotiate with Yelp to create vape shops as a category. Um, I had gone around and spoken with many uh, vape shops in Northern California, and there was a general consensus that the frustration over not having our own category was hurting business. And since we are a retailer-focused organization, I decided, well, let's see what we can do to change that. Um, and I had contacted Yelp, had many conversations with them about how uh, vaping is not smoking, uh, many conversations about uh, the studies showing the differences, and then finally on May 9th, I got a um, I got an email from Yelp that uh, that they had finally acquiesced and given us our own category as vape shops on Yelp. I at the time had thought it was just for California. And I was very happy about that. Um, it wasn't until later that we found out that it was a worldwide change. It was a system-wide change on Yelp. So as far as saving California, I would never make a claim like that. And in fact, when it comes to legislative uh, actions, I'm not a lawyer, and uh, I'm sure there are lobbyists and lawyers that are far better at handling legislation than I am, and I never claim to be a lawyer. Um, I support uh, all of the efforts for uh, not only the uh, the local organizations, but also the, the national organizations that are working hard on that front. And I encourage all the shops to get involved in both their local and state level uh, legislators in order to, to protect our industry. My, my viewpoint as an association is to help the retailers bridge the gap between their retail store and consumers. It's not about legislation because I don't want to get in the way of the legislative efforts that are already out there. Uh, that's, that's great, except uh, I've been getting a lot of emails and, and, and uh, bits and pieces from, from vendors, uh, especially in uh, Pennsylvania lately, that uh, – say a that basically list a a completely different version of, of what you're saying i mean uh, just to read a quote here i'm, I'm getting uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, other organizations and a few other groups out there are putting the, the cart before the horse uh, don't know how to argue or represent the industry in the capacity that he could and does says he's been most to all of the fda meetings and that at some point his organization's suggestions will be structuring those regulations whether we like to or not uh, that we are members of his group because he knows what's best for us, and as long as we follow the rules and regulations that he has outlined, things like not selling to minors, properly labeled bottles and signs in our store, and everything will be fine. Uh, you, you, you are trying to promote that, that you are in front of this legislative uh, uh, carriage, and 
really concerns me because well, and if, and, goes on in the legislative Stephane, field without me knowing that. And Stefan, if any of that was true, you would have every reason to be concerned. Um, unfortunately, I have bad news for you. Um, all of the things that you claimed I just said, um, I don't think I've said anything near any of those. Um, the fact that I've, I've been very clear about the fact that I am not a lobbyist, I am not a lawyer, and I do not get involved in the legislative portion of it. Um, there are much better people that are out there doing that. And uh, this is me, not some secondhand information coming from, from someone who may have another agenda. I'm telling you what I stand for and what we do as an association. Um, if someone else has an impression of who I am and what we're doing, I can't really speak to that. Well, that's really good to hear because, uh, well, that, that certainly puts my mind at ease. Uh, however, uh, my basic tip would be maybe you, you need to work on your presentation because this, this is not just one source who's been contacted me and, and, and saying this. I've, I've been getting this from many sources. So maybe there's something in the, in the presentation or, or the way it's perceived or, or something. I understand, and that's uh, that. That was a big problem, as I said, when uh, when we were in Philadelphia. There was a couple of issues that uh, spiraled a little out of control, mainly because I was not able to participate in the conversation um, until uh, a little later. Um, apparently, there was a closed group uh, that I was not allowed into that was discussing all these sorts of things that you're bringing up. Um, I was. Uh, uh, there was a misunderstanding. Um, the fact that someone is is forced to be a member of our organization is not true, and it never has been. Um, the fact that I single-handedly saved California is not true, and I would never say that. Um, and as far as legislative and uh, uh, FDA things, I, I, I know when I uh, first read the 600 or so pages of the deeming regulations, I knew at that moment that this was beyond my depth and there was no way I would be able to do anything other than give my opinion. Uh, I'm not properly equipped to lobby for the, uh, the electronic cigarette industry at the FDA level, um, but when it comes to business and when it comes to uh, saving retail businesses, well, I have a unique perspective on that. Uh, having uh, many years in business, um, I can help retailers with the things that they need to know in order to comply with the rules and still be a successful business. Is that good, Stefan? So Is that, that it? Right. We got to move on, Stefan. Yeah, it works, it works <laughs> for me. I've got, I've got a few questions answered. It's just that uh, okay. if something like this happens and uh, I get overloaded and spend four days responding to emails and phone calls, uh, there's usually something going on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No problem. I, I mean, I, we, we. I have another call to get to too, and I want to ask Jim a question uh, as oh, well. So. Sure, sure. Go ahead. All right. Thanks, uh, Devon. Getting late here. I'll, I'll I'll keep listening in, but uh, okay. I'll have to do some dinner prep, or otherwise the wife's going to be uh, hungry. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling, in, Stefan. Okay. Okay. All right, Jim. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. I got a question. Yes, I have to ask okay. this. Let's say you go to a store. Okay. Uh, one of these retail yeah. shops, and you come across an owner, and, and this exists throughout the country, you come across an owner who doesn't know the first thing about e-cigarettes. I mean, he's just clearly in it because uh, it's just a business opportunity, knows he can make a lot of money, and doesn't know yep. the first thing. And you know this when you meet him, like, this guy doesn't know anything. 
how do you, yeah. how do you deal with somebody like that? So um, I can pick uh, I can pick specific examples just over the last week of people that I've walked in and said that. How do I deal with someone like that? Um, I, I, I walk into a store and I can see clearly that they have zero interest in the industry. Um, I almost always spend an inordinate amount of time trying to educate them. Um, it, it almost always falls on flat ears. And I, uh, the, the only thing I can do is encourage his, uh, his nearest competitors to be more knowledgeable and, uh, and take a stronger customer service approach. Okay. Uh, personally, if it was love, me, I, 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 if it was me, I'd tell him, uh, uh, please go out of business. But that, <laughs> that's just me. I mean, I, I think it's very damaging I, to have some of these people run these vape shops and they have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, I, I've, I, I, I had a customer walk into my show a couple weeks ago. She had an Air Mod with an iClear 16 on it because some uh-huh. asshole vendor that knows nothing about e-cigarettes was just trying to get her to buy a, a, an Air Mod and said that that's what she needed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was just absurd. And, and, and this – it. It hurts our industry. It hurts, you know, decent vape shops that have knowledgeable people that yeah. are doing the right thing. And I don't know. I, I would just get so frustrated. But yeah, I mean, I guess I, I you can... have no. I, I I get frustrated as well. But I don't know. I, I you know I wish I was the uh, the vaping police, and I wish I had the ability to shut them down. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not, and I don't. Uh, but I would love, I would love to see those guys go out of business. And the good news is, I think they will. Um, as we get, as we get up to a critical mass of vape shops in various areas, um, people, it becomes harder and harder for people to just take advantage of consumers because there's another shop just down the road that will take, that will give them the right information. Right. And so all of a sudden, that guy. That guy that doesn't know what he's doing will all of a sudden have no more customers. <laughs> right, right. Okay, uh, area so, code four eight zero. You're on the air. Do you have a question for uh, Jim? I do have a question for Jim. Uh, my name is Kim, and uh, Hi, Jim. Jim, I'm just curious that uh, your organization supports these brick and mortars and helps them grow. One yes. of the big things of growing a business is being part of the advocacy, especially right now with the FDA regulations coming down. How does your organization support advocacy? Um, I'm not sure I understand the question. If you're asking what we do to help uh, other groups that are fighting for our industry, um, I have uh, I've made financial donations to CASA uh, and, uh, and SAFADA. Um, I do what I can to support groups that are fighting for the legislative side of it. Um, but uh, other than that, I encourage all of our retailers to get involved in their local advocacy groups because the local advocacy groups have a lot more um, firsthand knowledge than I do, and they're much better suited for handling the uh, specific issues that are facing that legislative area as far as federally. Oh, is your organization a part of Safada or CASA or ABA or any of those groups? Um, what do you mean? Are we members? I've, I'm a member of CASA. Um, I have actually uh, put in a request to be a member of Safada, but I haven't heard back from them. So I don't know exactly what that situation is. What was the other okay. one you said? Uh, ABA, the American Vaping Association. Oh, Greg Connolly's thing. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I was just curious because if you're going out to these brick and mortars and preaching to them about better business practices, what's better than being part of advocacy fighting for our, our rights to vape at a local level? And a lot of these shops aren't familiar with them. So if you're going around and, and preaching to them about how to be better businesses, it would be great if you were also preaching to them about advocacy and being part of that. As, well, absolutely. Oh, absolutely! No, that's a that, that it's a staple of my conversation that local advocacy advocacy groups are are necessary and important. Every advocacy group, and uh, one of the things I've uh, I, I love about Kevin's show is uh, he's a big preacher at just do something, and I do the same thing. I preach to the all the retailers the same thing. Just do something. Uh, it doesn't matter which group you get involved with. Just get involved with one of them. Okay, thank you. That was my question. Sure. Okay, thank you, caller. All right. Uh, three, four, seven, you are on the air with uh, Jim from the Vapor Association. Do you have a question for him? Uh, yes, I, I have a few questions and possibly a few corrections. Um, my first question is, um, where is the organization registered and who is on the board and what are their credentials? Okay, this is one of the questions that came up in my uh, my issue with uh, in Philadelphia. So, uh, so as far as where we're registered, we are a uh, we are located out in California. Um, the assumption in the question of where we're registered is that we are a nonprofit organization. That is actually not the case. We are not a nonprofit organization, and uh, we are uh, we have a loose board of directors, if you want to call it that of uh, e-juice manufacturers and retailers in California. Um, right now, as an association, we are in the information gathering stage. Um, we don't know if nonprofit status is going to be the best status for the organization. Uh, there are certain things that you can't do as a nonprofit organization that you can do as a for-profit organization. Uh, and so we are uh, weighing our options on how the association will be formed in the future. Okay, so you're not registered as a business or anything like that. Do you have any sort of legal standing or what is your yes, situation? We're it's an LLC in California. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Another thing I wanted to ask was that you mentioned you had um, no uh, direct like legislative, like you said, you didn't have any sort of legislative experience, like you didn't go to like any of like the meetings that you, your website says that you were involved in. Um, would you care to address that? Um, I don't. I don't. Let me. The I will pull up your website and read it for you. Uh, just give me one second here. And um, in the meantime, you also mentioned that you have donated um, to several groups. You just said that you had donated to CASA and Safada. Correct. Okay. Um, the director of Safada, Cynthia Cabrera, has said that you have never donated to Safada. And the NorCal um, chapter of Safada has confirmed that as well. Well, there's obviously a misunderstanding there because I have. It's interesting. Would you be able to produce some sort of like a receipt for that? I mean, surely that would be something that you would keep a record I'm, of. I'm sure I could find it. And let's see. 
We have successfully found ways to keep shops open and allow tasting inside as local and state level regulators tried to ban it like smoking. Um, specifically, I'm curious as to what state level um, meetings you have attended. Well, uh, as Stefan can attest to, there was uh, AB 1500 in uh, Sacramento, which was actually the uh, online sales uh, issue, but then also SB 648, um, and both of those were ones that I thankfully was able to speak at, and uh, I would never claim that I had sole uh, uh, sole influence over either of those, but um, I am happy to say that I was involved in both. Gotcha. You also say that um, you don't add people as members um, to your site without their permission, which might be true under like the actual members category, but you have also turned the VapeSafe program uh, into a member, like its own members category. And you did add in the Philadelphia area, a number of shops um, without telling them that you were going to do so because we have all discussed this in this area. Um, one of them is still on your site. Um, K and D vape shop. I know asked you to remove them over two weeks ago. So I'm wondering why you are not, uh, well, why you're adding these vendors to begin with without telling them and why you're not taking them down immediately when requested to do so. Oh, so, um, I, uh, I don't recognize your voice, but now, uh, now I understand context. So, uh, this would be Suzanne. Um, yeah, first of all, uh, first of all, as far as K&D goes, I did not get a request to remove them from the site. Um, secondly, uh, if someone who is not the owner of a shop asks me to remove someone else, I don't really feel it's right for me to do that. So I know you made several requests for me to remove other people from the site. Um, if they didn't contact me directly, um, I have to assume that giving me permission when I was in their store is Except permission. they didn't give you permission because we Every all spoke together. This is a very tight-knit community here in southeastern Pennsylvania. That. Everyone helps each other out and everyone communicates. You did not that. ask several of the people that were listed on your site, and you did remove most of them. So I'm just mentioning that there's still some that you that did speak to you and did ask you to remove them, and you have not yet done that. Well, well, hang on, Suzanne. Suzanne, hang, hang on one second. I, 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 hang on, Suzanne. I did want to ask him about that too because when I was going through the members, I had noticed that Alt Smoke was on there and Nickwood was on there, and I was talking to Tony the other day, who is the owner of Alt Smoke, and uh, uh, is a well part owner and part owner with Nickwood. And I asked her because I wanted to learn more about your association. I said, "You're a member of the Vapor Association." She goes, "What's the Vapor Association?" I said, were you listed as a member? She goes, I'm not a member of that. I said, well, you're on listed as a member. So she's like, well, I have, I'm not a member of that at all. And I'm going to contact them. I don't know if she contacted you or not, but you know, she had said that Alt Smoke and Nickwood were on there and she never, she said they were never contacted by anybody. So I, I was going to ask you about that too, because you know, she said they never asked to be on there. So with Suzanne now bringing this up, I mean, it's, it, it, are are there vendors being added that that um, were just added, or because I know as a fact, Nickwood and Alt Smoke did not ask to come on. They 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 never talked to you or anybody from there, and, and they were added. I mean, is is that happening? Well, Nickwood is not on there. Uh, Nickwood's uh, retail shop, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, help me out. Do um, you know the you know the name of the retail shop? 
uh, Nick Wood's, uh, well, they have Nick Wood. They have Alt Smoke. I see Alt. I, now I know. Okay, forget Nick Wood. Yes. I know Alt Smoke's right. on there. Alt Smoke is on the list because we did actually, I had a long conversation with the manager at Alt Smoke in, um, I want to say it was either Chicago or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think Cincinnati. Um, uh, Cincinnati area, I believe. And, uh, and I had a long conversation and, and it was only at the manager's approval that I put all smoke on. And I even asked if he thought it would be a problem listing all of their locations as a vape safe location. And I think the, the, the misunderstanding here is that being listed as a vape safe store is the same as being a member of the association. And there's a clear distinction on that in the, uh, uh, on the map on the website. Um, if it's not clear, then that's something that we'll have to clear up. Yeah, I mean, uh, to to be honest with you, I, I think it because when I went on the site, I just simply clicked on members, and I saw twenty three pages of vendors. I'm like, holy shit! There's a lot of vendors that are a member of this. I I didn't, you know, for someone coming onto the site, it does. It appears that all those vendors are members because that's what I thought. Okay. I mean, that's what a lot of people think. And, 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 you know, when I had talked to Tony and she told me that, cause I wanted to learn more about your organization. She's like, I don't know who the fuck they are. And they've got, they got us up on our site. I was like, that, that's interesting. That, that, that doesn't make sense. So it does, but it, I mean, right, Suzanne, I mean, it does, it appears that they're all members. That's what I thought when I saw it. It does. Well, and I did was- speak to several across the country, not just in the greater Philadelphia area um, who were very taken aback. Um, that they were added to the site, whether they had spoken with Jim or not. Um, the several that I did speak to said they at never at no point in the conversation did it ever come up, hey, I'm going to add you to my website as a member. Not, hey, can I you know add you to my vape safe list or something. It just seems that Jim keeps spinning this as a misunderstanding, um, but I'm seeing it as, along with other vendors, um, an intentional uh, weaseling, if you will, um, in order to maybe pad his credentials to make it look like, oh, look, all these vendors are part of my organization, when in reality they're not, and they don't even quite really know what it is. Well, that's what made me want to have him on because I saw all these vendors were a part of his organization. I said, holy shit. I said, oh, how did I miss this? <laughs> I mean, this is pretty big. There's all these vendors that are members. Right. How do I not know about the Vapor Association? So I want to have you on, Jim, because I want to learn more about it. I'm like, geez, I, I you know, I, I, how, how did I miss this, you know? And, and what is he doing well, where glad. all these vendors are, I'm you know? I'm glad you gave me the opportunity. Right. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I want to have so, you on to, to as, understand. As, as far as weaseling out of anything, the, uh, I, I don't feel name calling is necessarily uh, called for. Um, and uh, it, as I've said many times, uh, both online and uh, it, right here on the, in this phone call, um, misunderstandings happen. And this one specific one that happened in Philadelphia, it, it, it's This it was not one specific I, one. I'm going to have to stop you right there, Jim. Uh, this was not one specific one. This was several vendors um, who also have relayed to me and others the conversations that you had and they're all very similar and you did say certain things and you're, you're saying that I never made these claims, which is now what you're doing is saying that these vendors that you approached are all liars, um, which no, is certainly not appreciated. No, Suzanne, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, and if you hadn't interrupted me, um, what I was saying is this specific situation in Philadelphia has caused me to reevaluate 
all of the procedures I use when I'm talking to vendors, when I'm talking to retailers. So oh, oh, um, it's so one of the things that we have changed dramatically is all of our vape safe members are now being posted on a separate list that's not on our standard members list. It's not active on the site yet, but it will be soon. And so that's one of the things that can make a clear differentiation between vape safe stores and members of the association. Gotcha. But so I need to know, are you telling are you telling these vendors that you're adding them to this vape safe list that it does say vape safe member on your site? I'm asking are you telling them if they'd like that? to be I'm asking them if they'd like to be enlisted on the site. If they if, if they say no, then they don't get listed. This is no different than what I told you before. If they don't want to be listed, then they don't get listed. I'm not I, I mean, I'm not trying to force anybody into doing anything. Yeah, and it's if not there's a misunderstanding. It's not different than what you told me before, but that's not what you're doing. So if you were doing that moving forward, then I applaud you for that. But I do want to ask you one other thing. Um, since you did say sure. you were changing some of your procedures about how you approach vendors, when you go into vape shops, um, do you tell them about your recon report? Yes. So you tell the vape shops that you are selling their information back to the people who sponsor in your, your, your directory. You are disclosing that? Absolutely. We give all of our we, we we have a long conversation with every single retailer. And had I come in and made, met with you, maybe a lot of your questions would have been answered. And that was actually one of the things I was I was actually searching for when we had our conversation on Facebook before. Um, I I don't know if you're a shop owner. Do you own your own shop or no? I do not own a shop. I don't even oh, okay. work in a shop. I work in the industry. I work for a oh, liquid okay. manufacturer. Okay. All right. Well, I, I mean, if I, as a retailer, if I had come in and met with you, then maybe a lot of these questions that you have and issues with me would have been solved. Um, because uh, if, if I had done something that was uh, untoward or improper, then maybe you could have helped me out with that. But clearly, I've overstepped my bounds on some of these things, and that was why we've made adjustments to the way I, uh, the, to, to the, to the procedures. Because I want to make sure that everyone in this industry knows that we're here to help, especially the retailers. If we can do anything to help legislatively, if we can do anything to help local and regional and, and uh, uh, state level and federal level organizations, we're here to help. Anything um, that I, we can do. And the question awesome. comes up what the question comes up often to me because when I say that, they say, "Well, what can you do?" I said, "I don't know. What do you need?" I've been in I've I've been in in uh, I've had my own marketing agency for a long time, and I have contacts on various levels. Um, I don't know how I can help. Maybe I have information that someone else doesn't have. Maybe I have uh, maybe I have contacts that somebody else doesn't have. I don't know, but I'm here to help any way that I can. I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legislative uh, uh, expert, and I, I I've never claimed to be but I'm here to help. Okay. guess that's all I've got. <laughs> okay. That's it. All righty. Yep. That's good. All right. Thanks for calling in, Suzanne. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. All right. Bye. Nice talking to you, Suzanne. My God, you had some tough calls. <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> I didn't realize. You know God, I, Jim. I, you, I, you, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you, Kevin. Uh, uh, I knew the minute I, uh, the minute I stepped out that uh, the, the, 
the bullseye was on my chest and it doesn't have anything to do with um it doesn't have anything to do with them specifically it's just this industry uh demands it when someone stands up and says that they're going to help the industry um you're going to get you're you're going to get attacked i'm i'm prepared for that yeah, well, I, I, listen, I'll give you credit. You, you you didn't hang up. You stood up to all the calls and you answered all the questions. <laughs> you know that. You know, it was kind of, it, it was kind of lucky because uh, for a minute there, my phone cut out um, and I was afraid that I lost you. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're still here. Dino, you listening yeah, to all this? So. Yeah. D- come to VP Live. Great place to, uh, you know, get your word out. <laughs> Well, you know, and and it was funny because I, uh, I when I got your email, I said I said, oh, this is going to be great. I get to actually have a conversation uh, about about the association rather than a one sided uh, list of assumptions. Um, and I, uh, if if all smoke does not want to be listed on the uh, on the site, uh, please just have them give me a call. Um, this is my cell phone number is on all of my business cards. And uh, they can call me directly. I'll be more than happy to remove them if that's what they want. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I, I had uh, again, I, I was getting, I, I'd seen a, a thread on Reddit about this. A, a lot of people had doubts about what you were uh-huh. doing, and then they feel like you're up to like shady stuff. I had, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about your organization, so I had to read the uh, Reddit post, and then I had asked Tony because I saw that her businesses were on there. She's like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. So, uh, she, you know, I'm like, well, then contact him and tell him. And, and, I, and I do have to say, though, I mean, to, to be honest with you, Jim, I, when you go on the website, it does. You see members, and it looks like you've got 24 pages oh, no. of members. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, what is this guy doing where all these vendors are a part of his association? I, I've never, you know, and how do I not know about this? It, it does appear that no, way. There's no I, question. And- and I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on the way it looks on the website. That was a big that 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 was just a big uh, snafu on the website design um, because, like I said, it should have been a separate directory for the vape safe uh, uh, stores versus the uh, the actual members of the association. Right. Okay. So, well, and that's why that that's why if you if you notice there hasn't been any uh, uh, any more uh, vape safe members added since Philadelphia. Uh, so, uh, that's, that was one of the things, one of the procedures that we changed after I had this conversation with Suzanne and others in Philadelphia is, Hey, there's clearly, uh, someone's getting the wrong impression of who we are. And that's the last thing I want to do. Um, I think I, I'm glad I got to clear the air on a couple of these things because, uh, uh, never would I say that I've saved the industry. Um, I, I am more than proud of saying that I, I, I negotiated with Yelp to give us our own category. I'm, I'm super excited about that. I, I shout that from the rooftops every chance I get because, because I think it's huge. I think it gives us an opportunity to define ourselves as something other than tobacco. And, and starting with Yelp, now it's, now it's hopefully uh, the, the snowball is rolling downhill with, uh, with other organizations uh, like being in YP and, and Google, and hopefully we can get to the point where we have our own category at a legislative level too. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, so uh, the so, Vapor Association, it's V-A-P-O-R, the Vapor Association.com. Because, right. uh, uh-huh. you know, 95% of our listeners are, are replay listeners. So I'll let them know. The Vapor Association.com, uh, that's Jim's site. You can check out the organization. Uh, you've heard him on. He's answered all the questions that were called in. I don't know if he really had many fans calling in, but <laughs> they certainly yeah, grilled okay. him. And he answered his questions. And uh, 
That's where you can find his website. And uh, Dino, you have any questions for Jim before we wrap this up or no? Dino? No, I'm good. You're I'm good. good. <laughs> Dino <laughs> doesn't care. <laughs> Dino's like, whatever. <laughs> I had my, I had yeah. my mic muted. <laughs> I, think, I, I think every time I listen to your show, I think Dino says a total of 12 words. Yes. Well, you haven't listened very often. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I've heard a few of your shows. I catch it whenever I'm able to. Not as often as I'd like, but uh, yeah, yeah you he's, talk, he's, he's a quiet out. one over there. <laughs> All right, Jim. So, Wall. Yeah, I want you. Hey, I, thank you guys for having me on. I really do appreciate it. And uh, look, if if anyone has any other questions, they can uh, they can email me. Go on the site. Uh, uh, call me directly. Anything is it? I'm 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 here to help. Like I said. Yep. Yeah. He does have his uh, phone number on on the website for contact info. He has his email address. So yeah. Yep. If you have any questions, uh, give Jim a call. Thank you for coming on, Jim. All right. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good night. All right. Bye. I don't know. What do you think, Dino? Uh, I think we're going to get tons of people coming to try to advertise their associations. <laughs> I don't know. I actually uh, called uh, John from Captivate while yeah. uh, this was going on. I asked him about it, and he said he didn't, uh, you know, ask about it, and he's on it. Oh, so he didn't, uh, he never talked to Captivate, and Captivate's on it? No, he actually said the guy showed up at the store. Oh, he did, okay. Uh, but they didn't realize that they were going to be put on this page. Oh, okay. So he went to his store, but he never asked him about. Uh, I guess he asked him to be a member, but they declined to be a member. But they put him on this other thing, this vape safe thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So he asked him to be a member, and he said no, and he put him up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what Jim's doing. I, I'm still confused as to what he's doing. Uh, but I, I do know that. Um, someone, you know, did make a comment of all the alt smokes are up there. It's true. Every alt smoke is up there. And uh, I know damn well Tony didn't okay any adding of her site. There's been a lot of brick and mortars uh, and online vendors saying they're on there and they never gave permission to be on there. I don't know. I just. Uh, it's a little fishy. A little fishy. A little fishy. But listen, people heard Jim. They heard the calls. They heard what we had to say and they can make their own determination. That's what's yeah, cool. you know, I, I, I didn't like. When he was asked a question, he responded with, I don't understand the question. <laughs> That's like something you say when you're in court in front of a judge. Or if you're a politician. Yeah. <laughs> it like gives you time to think about your answer. You know, that is true. It's the, great, the greatest thing about that fucking Judge Judy is she'll ask someone a question, right? And if they go, uh, she'll go, no. No, no, no. I don't want to hear. Oh, I don't want to hear. Mm, I don't. I, all I want to hear is you answer right away because right. the second you're, you're filibustering, you, you are. You're thinking of a lie. You're automatically thinking of something yeah, to say. I got a guy that works for me like that. You ask him a question and he goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he answers. So I know during that what, he's coming up with a bullshit answer. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> if you knew the answer, he'd just come out with the answer, you know? Right. That's right. That is true. All right, well, people heard Jim. They can make their own determination. I don't know. It is what it is. So, uh, geez, Christ, it's almost 11 o'clock. Well, you didn't got to get up, bro. 
Yeah, no, actually, I don't have to work tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I want to play this. Did you watch uh, 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 Grim, Green's, Grim Green's last video? The vlog? Yes, the vlog. I think I did watch it, yeah. Did you hear him talk? <laughs> did you hear him talk about serial killer? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. I don't remember what he said, he but seems I, a little yes, confused. I remember Well, he seems like he's having a hard time, so I'm going to help him. I'm going to help you now, Nick, okay? Because you were having a hard time with this. I'm going to play Nick talking about serial killer, and uh, I'm going to stop it along the way to help him because he seems to be having problems here. With a 95, 90%? I think it's 95% VG. It's 90% VG. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, 90% VG. 90% VG only comes in 4 milligram. Uh, I don't know why it has a 9 on there. Four- <laughs> what, do you have it upside down? It has a 9 because it's 9 South Vapes. 9 South Vapes is the name of the company that makes Serial Killer. 4% nicotine, but it says Serial Killer. Oh, it's not Serial Killer. I was mistaken. It's Serial Killer. <laughs> K-I-L-L-A. That's how you say killa, right? Don't- no, you say killa, not killa. I don't know why there's a big nine on there. Uh, because it's nine South Vapes. Um, South Vapes? <laughs> Southern Vapes? Southern Vapes? I can't read it. I can't read your silly handwriting. On no, that. it's nine South Vapes. <laughs> this is what's going through my head when I'm watching this. <laughs> oh... I do love you, Nick. <laughs> 408 area code. You are on the air. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Uh, yeah, this is, I got a major echo. I'll just work through it. Yeah. Uh, as far as the, the first topic on your segment. Uh, you oh, my God. This, say- is, this, is, this is Tom Baker. Correct. Holy cow. I thought you were dead. How are you doing? I thought he was banned. (laughs) No, he's he's not banned. He's just been gone. You disappeared. What happened to you? Where'd you go? Your show has been off the air, Kevin. No, but even even before that. Okay, go ahead. Say what you want to say. We're listening. I mean, I I don't call people liars, uh, so I just had to correct that the last time. Uh, Okay. you, you can say that uh, that it's good to quit smoking because vaping is not smoking. So you can tell people, stop smoking, start vaping. It's good to do that because you're selling a different product. Like, like if chewing tobacco, you can tell somebody, stop using chewing tobacco, start smoking. Or you can also say, in this case, stop using chewing tobacco, start vaping. It's, it's okay to do that because when they tried to regulate, and I'm only talking about in the United States, that when they tried to regulate it, people, they tried to regulate it under a law which said it was a medical device. But it's not a medical device. But you, in, in the FDA deeming, if it's, if it's a replacement to cigarettes, it's a good thing. They want a replacement to cigarettes. So you can tell people to stop smoking. Okay, is that it? 
Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the other thing is that, I mean, I saw all this stuff, uh, this stuff with surveys and all that stuff. Yes. I have to say, Kevin, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally being honest, you have the best vaping network in the business. I mean, there's some other ones that are infomercials that give away products all the time. And, you know, if you want to sit through a three-hour infomercial, that's great, you know, because you might win something. But as far as content on you know, on vaping, there is no better network than VP Live, and you should be awfully damn proud of that. Well, I, and I give all the credit to Dino because without Dino, it, it wouldn't be what it is today. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the other thing is that you are often way earlier than you should be. It's just like in the stock market. If you're super early, mm-hmm. you, you might get your head handed to you because you're way early. But like when you talk about Australia, yeah, you were six months early. And when you talk about a lot of stuff like the like Slack division, you talked about Slack division before it became in the, you know, the, one of the words of the year uh, by the, whoever added the words in there. They added vaping, but they also acted Slack division. That's you're right. You're the only person that mentioned that. You're, you're really Why early you? on that time. And Why other than that, blowing uh, smoke I, that's right. See, Dito, I'm ahead of my time. I, I'm almost oh, predicting God. the future, according yeah. to Tom. You're a fortune teller. That's right. See, Tom so, gets it. If you, if you buy a stock way early, it's not a good thing. You're you're often early, but uh, I, you know that's all I had to say. Well, you, you VP Live is literally the best vaping network. Doesn't matter whatever any survey says, and I know that you you certainly don't advertise, and you certainly don't ask people to vote for you. But I mean, there are infomercial you know shows out there that you know talk about all sorts of stuff and sell products and all that stuff. But as far as content. You know, you, Dimitri, Russ, and the rest of the crew at VP Live, you're the best guys out there. And, and that's just, just. What about Jeannie? <laughs> what about Jan? I said the rest of the guys. If I was going to be a DYIer, and very the person that I would trust the most, that Jeannie knows the most about DYI. And I've listened to a few of her shows. I don't DIY either. If, if you like, she was talking about uh, what was it? Uh, sucre, sucralose is bad to vape because it does stuff to the coils. I had never heard that stuff before. Uh, that's still something I need to check for. I mean, all the posts on VP Live, damn good stuff. Yeah, you learn information actually. Well, thank you for the call, Tom. Fantastic I, I call. Good New Year. Oh, you too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. Thank you for calling in. Wonderful, Thanks. wonderful call. See, glad I picked up on Tom. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Start off the media by people blowing smoke up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you know he was talking about these uh, the the things, the voting and all that. I was looking at that that uh, that guy to vaping uh, fucking mess. We don't need no this. stinking votes to know yeah. what. <laughs> no, we don't. But it was interesting. Like I guess uh, 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 this Doctor Crimmies. V liquid won won a lot of the categories and people were all, all irate. They're like, you know, what the fuck? Have you ever heard of no who's heard of Dr. Crimmies? I mean, what is that? What is it? I, I don't know. It's some e liquid, I guess. Oh, obviously and, he's got a lot of customers. Well well, yeah. What what they did was on on his Facebook page, they were talking about how you can uh there's a certain browser you can use so you can vote over and over and over again. And then they were saying like, oh, just clear your cache. If you kill it, you know, you clear the cache in your browser, you can just vote and vote and vote. <laughs> oh, okay. Voting over and over. Shit, if I would have known that, we would have been number one show. <laughs> we would have had 100,000 votes. <laughs> I would have my wife and kids doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you know, before we end the show, I want to bring this up, too. 
Uh, you're making more marquees, right? Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, you've seen the marquee clones out there. I have. There's there's quite a few of them now, actually. I'm surprised how many there are. I uh, think you're seeing... I think there's only two, but there No, be type in marquee RDA in Google and you'll see. I yeah, just did it right. like a few hours ago. I'm like, wow, there's I mean there's not like fucking fifty of them, but I mean there's there's yeah, I uh, ordered two. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious myself. I want to see how good what they look like. Yeah, I mean, uh it's just, I I'm just amazed how fast they can and, and, and what you, I mean, what's your response to that? I mean it's gotta it's gotta upset you a little bit, Dino. It's gotta upset it, you just a listen, little bit. Listen, you wanna know something? It, it I've learned over the over the past few years that it's a futile effort to fight it and to get just to I don't I'm not gonna lose any more sleep over it. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing and that's it. Well, no, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying fight it because that is it's ridiculous. You can't fight it, but I'm just saying that somewhere inside Dino, there's got to be this this little flame, like you know, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, it's just it, like, kinda. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, we made the first run of marquees. We made a thousand pieces. Yep. Uh, we've sold over nine hundred. So I feel like we've done something pretty successful. And we're making another thousand now, uh, and I got to tell you the truth: I'm—it's really not affecting me. I thought that I would have gotten—I mean, my wife was saying to me, "I can't believe you're not freaking out over this," and I'm not. It's not bothering me. And I got to tell you something else: a beat by me working in a brick and mortar, I've learned what reviewers have effects on vapors and getting them to buy products. And right. I can tell you right now, the reviewer that has the biggest effect on people on people buying products is Rip Trippers, because he did that video the the the, the other day. He did that video of the best uh, RDAs, and he said that uh, the marquee was the second. It was number two, second best RDA. That's right. Uh, after that video, people came into the shop. We only have one marquee left. Yeah. Every other day they're coming in. I, I want a marquee. It. I want a marquee. Uh, you know, uh, Rip Trippers. I'm telling you, that fucking guy, he just says, oh, this thing's great. And people go nuts. They buy it. He's the most effective when it comes to getting people to buy shit. I, I, I've had a few people come in and say, you know, Pibusardo. I'd say Pibusardo is second. Um, and that's it. Pibusardo and, uh, and uh, Rip Trippers. Oh, and a few you know, people the- talk about that indoor smokers guy. And I don't want to fucking... That's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing. how they're, 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 We have one left. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just because Rip Tripper said it, it's the second best RDA. People all of a sudden, uh, they're going nuts to, to get them. I'd hate to be the guy that sends him something that he doesn't like. I can tell you that. Right. Right. That is true. Oh, it's almost 11 o'clock. Holy shit. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't this a fun show? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so I'd, what'd you do for th- two weeks? What'd you do? Not, did you go to the, the, well, I the, the casino? Yes, did I did. I went to the casino for Christmas. Uh, the guys from California that work at the store were here. So I went with Jimmy and Eugene. Uh, me and Jamie went. And, you know, I didn't win, but I didn't lose. I left with exactly how much money I came there with. Then you won. And I gambled for hours. Yeah, I, I expected to leave there with nothing. 
So when I left with all my money that I came with, I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, so I, I was happy with that. Um, Eugene uh, didn't do as well. And Jimmy, the one of the guys with us, went with us, walked out with fucking two grand. Is he the Chinese guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's, those are, they're great. the Chinese are great fucking gamblers. Man. Yeah. And I'll tell you, well, the, the thing, too, with Jimmy is, is he doesn't fuck around. He puts down big money and, and, and that's it. You know, if he if he wins, if he's like three or four hundred dollars up, he's not going to walk away. He puts it mm-hmm. down. He wants he wants. And you know what? You know, something crazy, too. Um, before that, a week before that, um, Randall and some of the guys went to the casino. And before we, we every Sunday we bet on football, we just bet like 10 bucks and I lost my 10 bucks. So Randall tells me, he goes, listen, he goes, we're going to the casino tonight. And I do my show on Sunday, so they didn't ask me to go. But he says. I'll put this $10 down on, on uh, any number you want on roulette. And if it hits, I'll give you some of the money. So I'm like, okay. Uh, he goes, what number? I said, I don't know, 23. So they go there. They put the $10 down on 23 and fucking 23 hits. He comes in the next day. $350. Yeah. He came in the next day, handed me a $100 bill. I go, what's this? He That's goes, it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he didn't whack it up with you? <laughs> You got beat. It was it was his money. You should have got $175 you should have got. Well, you know, listen, he gave me $100. I got $100 for nothing. I was shocked. You picked the fucking number. <laughs> yeah, I did. Listen, I, it was better than nothing. I got $100. I was happy. Cheap fuck. I was shocked by that, though. So, uh, yeah, we uh, Christmas was good. We did that. And then, I mean, it, I mean, the store was busy. You know, after it, you know what's weird? Before Christmas, it really wasn't that busy. After Christmas, it got busy. So I've just been, you know, working. And then, you know, we had New Year's, obviously. You know, I went out for New Year's with Jamie. And uh, and then we went to, the, you know, we just, I don't know. Yeah, we went out to eat. Did you get engaged for Christmas? I've been engaged for four years. <laughs> you were engaged? Yeah. No shit. Four years when you're getting married. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe four no, we years. We can have a talk about that. We should do a whole show on that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you listen. She's everything's fine. <laughs> well, to you, <laughs> you know. Well, gee, you're gonna come home one day. The fucking house is gonna be empty. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Jamie's fine. Listen, we we've got a lot of good things going on that I will talk about on the next show, not this show. I'm still waiting for my big guest too. I I I have I can't announce who my big guest is because I'm still waiting for her people to confirm when she's with going our to come people? on. <laughs> yes, with me. I <laughs> But it's it's I wanted it to be tonight, but obviously it didn't happen tonight, but uh uh all I can say is she has something that's going to be coming out that she wants to promote. So I know they want to wait for her to come on then. And I can't say who it is. But it's a pretty good guess. Pretty, pretty, pretty big guess. It's going to be exciting. Dino's going to be excited. He can't wait. The only person that knows is Dino. Dino knows who it is. <laughs> it's going to be fun, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> I may even write some questions down for this one. <laughs> you should. It'll be fun. She's a really cool chick. I mean, you can ask her anything. She's, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, and I want to say this, too. Best Christmas gift you got, Dina? What was the best Christmas gift you got this year? Uh, I, I got socks and underwear for Christmas. <laughs> That's it. 
Yeah. You want to know what my, you know, you're going to, I know it's going to sound corny, but the greatest part of my Christmas was watching my grandson open up his presents. That's I had a ball. Corny. That's very nice. Yeah. That was the, the best part of my Christmas, watching him. That's very, I think that's sweet. Yeah. And I, oh, and I got, yeah, somebody just wrote in the chat. I got, we, we got cloned on Christmas Day. <laughs> that was a great Christmas present. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. The best Christmas presents I got this year, I have to say it is. It's fantastic. It, it was the most surprising one. It, it, it's the most, in fact, this is the most surprising gift I've gotten in a long time. I got a package. It was from Jan. You know, Jan from Anton, Annie Jan. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a card attached to it. And the card said uh, something to the effect of just wanted to send you a, a little taste of home. And it was a bottle of Sonny's barbecue sauce. Oh, how I miss Sonny's barbecue. Oh, my God. I know people in the South are probably like, oh, get shit about Sonny's. Well, listen, assholes, I don't have a Sonny's barbecue up here. I used to go to Sonny's barbecue all the time when I lived in Florida. It was fucking fantastic. They make this this uh, this barbecue uh, chicken or barbecue pork, and they put it on garlic bread, and it was like a sandwich. And Oh, my God, I miss Sonny's barbecue. It was fantastic. I was like, yes, I was so, I, it was the most <laughs> unexpected thing ever. It was the great. And, and I've been every time we have chicken, I, I break it out and I've been using it. And oh, my God, it was the greatest gift. Uh, Jan, I don't know how much to thank you for that gift. Uh, there's not enough ways for me to thank you. It was the best gift I got this year by far. So thank you, Jan. That was absolutely wonderful. And with that, we've got we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up. It's time. You want to know, you, you want, you want to know what show's on now that I'm missing? That, that's on Sunday nights at 9 o'clock and I have to record it that you probably don't care, but I watch it. What? First episode tonight, Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. I love Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, that's so stupid. That's the greatest show ever. Oh, it's so dumb. It's been off for a while. I'm like, are they ever going to bring it back? They fucking brought it back. The first episode was on tonight. I love that show. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. I love the Celebrity Apprentice. And if you watched it, you'd probably like it, too. I've watched it. I, I hated it. Really? It was very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that fucking, that, that what's his name? Um, uh, Donald Trump. Oh, you don't like Donald Trump? That fucking Trump? guy. No, man. He's got hair almost as nice as Cisco. <laughs> oh, it's not as nice. Cisco's hair is nicer. Can you imagine that guy's got all that fucking money? You think he'd go for plugs? <laughs> well, I, instead, it, it, he fucking does that comb over thing. I mean, you know, I got to tell you something. You get up in the morning, you walk out the door, right? Yeah. You stop in front of a mirror, maybe you brush your teeth. You look in the mirror and you say to yourself, you're comfortable with the way you look before you leave. Yes. Right? Yes. What the fuck is he looking at with that hairdo? <laughs> He's got to look in that mirror. He's got to say, oh, I'm comfortable with the way I look. It's a fuck. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, with all that money, it really doesn't matter how he looks. Yeah, I guess it's true. You know? That's just the way it is. But all right, thank you, Dino, again. All right, pal, for giving us your your uh, your presence, your star. Ninety presence. seconds. Oh, I know. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right, man. Later. Good night. All right. How do we? There we go. That's it. Let me end this. Ooh, another two-hour show. Okay. Tomorrow, 
Monday, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to Anti-Nanny with Raven Grimm. Tuesday at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time is ClickBang Radio. Wednesdays you have... 60 seconds. Oh, for fuck's sake, I thought I shut that off. Wednesdays, 9 o'clock, Smoke Free Radio. Thursdays you have the Genie K Show. And I'll be back next Sunday at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week.